You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 12 days until the Giants kick off the season against the Cowboys. The Giants stopped it in the the home of New York Giants football. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Good morning. That's actually some false advertising. It is not Al and Jerry here on the warm-up show. It's Peter Schwartz and... Mike Flegelman up until six, then Boomer and Geo with Boomer and Jerry. Good morning, Fleegs. How are you doing? Good morning, Peter. It's good to see you. So if you're a huge Al fan, you know, you're out of luck today. He's yeah. not here. But if you are a huge Jerry fan, you will get to hear him. You just have to wait till six o'clock. It's Jerry and Boomer today, and then the rest of the week is Jerry and Joe Beningo. Joe Beningo. Oh, that should be fun. A lot of jet what, talk, what, I know, the next I'm couple sure of days. the next few days. What are the chances we'll have Joe watch? I mean, he's not going to watch it tonight. We know Joe goes to bed early. Yeah. Chances Joe watches Hard Knocks before Thursday's show. Zero. Okay. I guess he's not into it at all, and you know that? Well, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying if he's going to go to sleep early. Well, no. Well, before no. Thursday's show. Oh, before Thursday's show. No, no. He'll watch it probably tomorrow when he gets home that's fair that's what i have I, I don't know if you've watched it already i know you had a busy night last night i already like i love my tuesdays it's teed up to go home eat lunch one jets drive and then i'll wake up and watch hard knocks early before tomorrow's show so I, i'll come in ready to go i started watching it obviously i would normally watch it with my family on monday night if i didn't have to work in the morning but i did start watching it to get some clips for the updates and it the first 15 16 minutes of it were pretty good last night i haven't seen the whole thing yet i'm still going through it um, and, and just to give everyone a little tease, you, you get some nice insight as to how Robert Sala told the team that Corey Davis was stepping away. So I, I don't did wanna, see that on social media. Yeah, so that, that was there was a clip on social media. The wide receivers coach goes into it as well. And I will say this. I'll give this little bit of, uh, of, a, of a spoiler on it. Sala does tell the team he is stepping away from football. And this was the confusing thing the other day when – when we found out he was stepping away, everybody was throwing the R word around, the retire word. And Corey Davis has not retired from the NFL. He made it very clear in his statement stepping away. And Salah tells the players that, that he's stepping away, but he's welcome to come back. So I think they still have him um, in, on their property in their property because they put him on the reserve retired list. So it's not like Corey Davis has gone from football completely. They're still very possibly a chance maybe even this season that he could come back whenever the family issue or whatever he's going through uh, gets rectified he could come back it's going to be something to keep an eye on and I know we're both big Jets fans but we haven't talked a ton about this upcoming season so 
I'm wondering where you are because I was just listening to C-Mac do the overnight in the mm-hmm. final segment. A lot of football calls, Jets, Giants. Everybody seems excited. The baseball teams are disasters. <laughs> it's miserable. So we're all even more excited for football than we've been in a very long time. And I'm curious where you stand because, yes, Jet fans are excited, but there's so many Jets fans. Peter, I got to tell you, I'm I'm getting sick already of the defeatist attitude. Yeah. You know, they better not lose right away. This season could be a disaster. Can can Jets fans enjoy expectations? <laughs> no. Once, no, knowing that, listen, no matter what, every season, 31 teams go home a loser. There's only one team that on that Sunday night in February is happy ultimately with the way right. the season went down. I'm like Jet fans, I don't know if they're just trying to brace themselves and all. It's not going to hurt that much. It's going to hurt if you lose no matter what. You've just watched a decade plus of some of the most non-competitive football <laughs> that anybody can ever imagine. I mean, that's that's over 20% of the league's history or that since the Super Bowl era. We're not up to Super Bowl 60 yet. This year's going to be 58. You're right. 12 years, the Jets had one decent season in that mix. I was at their last playoff game. The AFC I, I mean, Championship I was in game college in Pittsburgh. for that last playoff game. Remember it vividly. It's been a long, long I've worked here for over a decade. The Jets have had one competitive season in that time. Can Jets fans just stop with the, uh, it it could be a disaster if this guy gets hurt, if things go wrong. That applies for every team at every time. I'm already sick of the Jets fan misery. I will, I have been asked this question a lot in the off season, especially the last few weeks. And I've been on some, some, you know, fan related podcasts and things like that. And I get the question all the time. How excited are you for the season? To, To your point, it's very easy for the Jet fan to say, well, you know, uh, we've had this excitement before. We had Brett, you know, uh, Brett Favre came in, and and then we went to the AFC Championship game two years in a row, and now we haven't made the playoffs. So, like, you know, nothing good is going to happen. I don't have that feeling whatsoever. I can honestly tell you, this is the most excited I have been for a Jets season since the start of the '99 season. The Jets were coming off of going to the AFC Championship game against the Broncos, and you come back for '99. It's basically the same group is together. Parcells is still in charge. And everyone's saying Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking I'm I'm sitting in my season ticket opening day um, against the the Patriots, and I'm thinking the, the Jets have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And if Vinny Testaverde ruptures his Achilles tendon and Parcells waits too long to put Ray Lucas in as the starting quarterback, yada yada yada. Also, never should have gone to Rick Meyer in the well, fourth quarter of that game. Too, to is Tom, like Tom Tupa, Tupa comes in through a couple of touchdown passes. No, I, uh, Peter, I'll tell you this. This is you know how sick it is. My first two Jets memories. I'm born at the end of '91, the AFC Championship game in '98, and then Week One of '99. Those are my first two real Jets memories. And I, you know, I knew all oh, the Jets are supposed to be good. Everybody's excited. I was too young to like fully understand exactly what it meant when mm-hmm. Vinny went down and how long he'd be out for. But I remember the look on my dad's face and just knowing from watching him watch that injury that something bad just happened. You had Giants Stadium shaking when Tom Tupa threw the touchdown passes. And the place was going, Tupa, Tupa, Tupa. And I don't understand why Parcells went to Meyer in the fourth quarter, screw the whole game up. And then I, to my point was that they they kept going with Meyer until he finally realized, let's give Ray Lucas a chance, and Ray Lucas helped turn the season around that they can get back Oh, it's one of those moments Jets fans look back on. If they put Ray Lucas in right away, they probably don't win the Super Bowl, but that's a playoff team. And I know, listen, I'm a Jets fan. I understand the history even from what I've watched. It's it's a lot of ugly. There's a lot of bad in there. But my 
stance for the last couple months has been. It, and there are some Jets fans who are optimistic. I was hoping you would be in that group because yeah. I know how you are generally as an Islander fan, another team we both root for. So I was <laughs> hoping that would transfer over here. If you can't be excited right now, and yes, there's always a possibility of bad again for any team at any time. If you can't be dreaming about a magical season and a Super Bowl run in this very moment with two weeks to go before the season, then what are you doing as a sports fan? You're just begging to be miserable. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Listen, I, I've spent many of uh, of days and nights at Giant Stadium and MetLife Stadium miserable watching that team play. And th- they now have given you a legitimate reason to be excited. Now, to be completely fair, could it all blow up? Could things go wrong? Yeah, I suppose things could go wrong. But how could you not be excited about this? I look back, my my bottom line on this whole thing is is that it's not even how great Aaron Rodgers is because I think he's going to have a fantastic season. But if you look back at, just look at last year, just, just last year, if the Jets had any semblance of competent quarterback play, even with the injuries to Hall and AVT, the Jets are in the playoffs last year. Just competent quarterback play. And the Jets are in the playoffs. They now have more than rectified that situation with getting Aaron Rodgers. I think they would have solved that issue if they had gotten Derek Carr, too. I think he he would have given the Jets competent quarterback Me play. Me, too. I'm a big Derek Carr And fan. I think the Jets could have been a playoff team, would, would be a playoff team this year, if they had gotten Derek Carr even, instead of Aaron Rodgers. But now you've got one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game who's now motivated and rejuvenated to play again, and you're already seeing what he's – you know, the chemistry he has with with Garrett Wilson and the offensive line is coming together. You look at that defense, the backups can be starters on other teams. So again, could it all go south? Could it fall apart? A hundred percent it could. Right, I mean, listen, but you have Tom to be Brady excited. once got hurt in week one and the Patriots season, I know they still won 11 games. They didn't make the playoffs. They were no longer a Super Bowl team. Anything can get derailed for any team at any given moment. It, it, you should, you know, you all the stuff you're saying about the Jets offense is right. You know, the one thing I don't think people realize is that even if you're down on Aaron Rodgers, if you think he's getting older, he's declining, I blame a lot of last year on the injury and the Packers. Yeah. Front, I, I mean, I thought there, I've been defending Aaron Rodgers against the Packers for the last few years anyway, long before it was ever possible that he could be a right. Jet. The he hasn't floor, played with a defense like this in no, a long and, time. And the floor for the offense with Aaron Rodgers still exceeds the ceiling that it had last year with Zach Wilson or Mike White, even if things don't go well for the Jets offense even immediately. And again, at some point with Aaron Rodgers and how motivated he is, like you said, 
It will click. They will gel. Even if they don't get off to the hottest start offensively right away, they'll still be much better than what they were as a unit on offense last year. And you mentioned the big thing that's flying under the radar. Peter, this is a top five defense in the NFL. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. upon what they had last year. And I think you're going to see, listen, obviously Quinn and Williams is going to get a lot of attention because of, of the contract and the season he had last year. But if you've paid attention to training camp and you've paid attention to the preseason games and you 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 are sleeping on Jermaine Johnson, do not sleep on Jermaine Johnson. This guy, and I know he did it against a lot of backups during preseason and training camp. I went to one training camp practice. Uh, I was at the Hall of Fame game too. You watch this guy. He looks like a completely different player than last year. Um, and to me, he's got a chance to be a legitimate star in this league. Maybe it was just getting number 11. Maybe the Jets had to get rid of Denzel Mims so Jermaine Johnson can get his 11 from Florida State. Maybe that got him going this year, but whatever it is, I'm thinking this guy is going to be awesome this year. No, I think you're right. I mean, People forget this was a first-round pick last year. The Jets get him at the end of the first round at 26 when they trade back up. But the, Jermaine Johnson was a guy who had been discussed going in the top 10. There were people who thought the Jets might take him with the 10th overall pick where they ended up taking Garrett Wilson. It was a guy who was always looked at as, hey, he's probably more of a situational pass rusher in the first year, but if he develops, future star in the league. Okay, well, you got out of the first year where he was a solid situational pass rusher. Now he has developed. It's year two. He's ready to take off. He's one of many players in many cases where I think a lot of people just dismiss because, oh, well, Jets, and for no other reason than, and this is where what Robert Sala has talked about both with the team and publicly about not being the same old Jets where he's right in a way and, you know, the rest of, you know, football fans out there are going to have to come around to this fact that just because of what the Jets did 5, 10, 15 years ago with all coaches or front office staff or players who are no longer here, none of that should be held against this group. This is a guy in Jermaine, you know, they have the offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year. The guy who would have won offensive rookie of the year if he didn't get hurt, is coming back. And even if he's not 100%, he'll still be a useful player. And then another guy who was a first-round pick drafted ahead of Brees Hall has a chance to be, like you said, the breakout star of this defense. And you kind of alluded to the whole same old Jets feeling that a lot of people have. And 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 that, that the, only, the only reason I would say that I would agree with people's trepidation coming into the season is that mantra of, you know, the same old Jets. And, and to me, Mike... It's the same old Jets until they're not the same old Jets anymore. I mean, those couple of years with Rex going to the championship game, and he made reference to it the second year. Uh, oh, yeah, same old Jets. We're right back in the AFC championship game. Well, that was a, a two-year uh, deviation from what that saying normally means. So you, It's ingrained in everybody's head. I, I get it. I understand it. Same old Jets, same old Jets. Last year, a little bit of excitement before the season, and, and, we, saw, and we saw what happened. But I, I think people have to try and put that aside going into this year and just enjoy it. And I still think, listen, opening night is obviously a tough game against Buffalo. I mean, that's the team you're trying to unseat as AFC East champions, and that's not going to be a, an easy game. It's going to be electric at MetLife Stadium that night. But people have to calm down and also not go, you know, jump overboard if they lose opening night. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm not saying they're going to lose. But people also can't jump off the cliff because they lose opening night to a really good football team. Right. Season's not over if you're 0-1 and you lost to a team right. that could win 12 or 13-plus games. Right. And, and to that point, 
oh, the Jets have uh, the tough – they're not going to have a good season because they have a tough first six games of the season. You know what? If you want to be a good team – You have you to beat chance, the good teams. So go beat the good teams. Right. Like, I, I, oh, Pete, that schedule is ridiculous at the beginning of the season. Who cares? Well, it go is win. tough. And you know who else has a tough schedule? The Bills and the Dolphins and the Patriots, the teams in your division that play, for the most part, the same teams that you're going to play. It's a tough schedule. Everyone in the AFC right. has a tough schedule. There are going to be three or four good teams on the outside looking in – when we get to the postseason in January. But they now have, Mike, they now have, as you said, a top-five defense, and they have an offense with playmakers all over the place and a Hall of Fame quarterback. So they have the the same, if not better, components than some of the other top teams in the AFC. So you know what? Bring them on. Let's go. Uh, amen. I agree with you. And the last thing, because I know we'll, we'll go to the first break here, you know, when we talk about same old Jets, and you're right, they are until they aren't. But if I have to watch people, both fans of the team and people around the country, rally around a team like the Detroit Lions, or every year we hear it with the Cleveland Browns, this is the year they break through, they break through, they break through. If all those teams can't, we can put aside, you know, their past and their history, which again is meaningless connected to the current team. If we can do it with all of them, why can't we do it with the Jets? And before the rest of football fans in America come around to it, Jets fans. Have to do it. I know we've been saying it. McMonagle's been saying it. People all over this station have been saying it. Jets fans, you have to embrace the expectations. Before the season gets here, anything could go wrong at any time. That's always on the table. But you finally have a team, unlike the last 12 years, where things can also go right. 100%. We have some more football notes to get to. We'll touch on baseball in a little bit. It's Mike and Peter on the warm-up show. Coming up on Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock, we'll be back with more of the warm-up show right after this.